Well, let's try this. I'm back. I'm back. There's a little uh, bug with the interface here on Periscope. So if you don't select um, the option for taking guests before you start the live stream, you don't get an option to do it afterwards. That needs to be fixed. Um, morning. Good morning. Good morning. If you'd like to enjoy this morning even more, I recommend the following. All you need is a cup or a mug or a glass, a tank or chalice or stein, a canteen jug or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid. I like coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure of the dopamine hit of the day, the thing that makes everything better, including the pandemic. It's called the simultaneous sip, and it starts now. Go. Mmm. Delicious. Well, let's talk about all the things. I'll tell you, I could not be more fascinated by this whole Clorox Lysol fake news thing. It's really, it's, it's a jaw dropper because apparently Pierce, Pierce Morgan actually believes that the president was wondering aloud. Uh, I've been corrected to not say that uh, people think the president recommended it, but rather to use a more uh, accurate phrase that he wondered aloud about, uh, according to the gullible people, he wondered aloud about injecting Clorox and Lysol into your body to fight coronavirus, which is not a thing, if anybody's listening. It's not a thing. It will probably kill you, almost certainly kill you. So don't do that. But it's also the reason that anybody with a half-functioning brain should have known that whatever he was saying which was admittedly unclear, your your sense of uh, of how the world works should have led you to wonder, hey, I wonder if I'm hearing this correctly. Maybe the context is different than what I think. And so I got into a little back and forth just before I got on with David Packman. You may know him as a uh, anti-Trumper, but the weird thing is he's actually reasonably smart and he thinks that the president was wondering aloud his his phrase he believes the president was wondering aloud about injecting clorox and lysol into bodies how do you, how could you be smart and think that how can you even like how could you have an iq over a hundred and think the president said that well the answer is that the left still believe the news did you see the, uh, there was some survey, it might have been Rasmussen or somebody, was saying that uh, Democrats still believe the news, that the news is, is accurate. Not all of them, of course. but And I, I thought that we left that place a long time ago. I, I thought nobody thought that the news was, was legitimate. Now, the best thing that uh, the news does is that they, they create a problem and then they assign the problem and blame Trump. Now, Trump created the opportunity for a problem by communicating unclearly, and he probably should not have been talking about medical stuff even in the hypothetical. I think we'd all agree on that. But suppose suppose the public had simply watched what he said and then there were no pundits, 
No news people to tell people what to think about it. I don't think anybody would have watched that and said, I'm going to go try mainlining Clorox. I don't think they would have. I think they would have just said, eh, I don't know what he's talking about, but obviously he doesn't mean, you know, I don't know what he's talking about, but the one thing that's obvious, he's not talking about putting bleach and isopropyl alcohol into your body on your own. <laughs> he's definitely not saying that. But, of course, the news reported that he was, he was saying that. And if the news says that he's wondering aloud about doing this ridiculous thing, who believes it? Well, it turns out that almost nobody on the right believes it except Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan actually believed this happened. I mean, you could look at the transcript, and then you can you know, hear later he did a bad job of explaining it at the time. But once you hear about the UV light being used as a disinfectant and it is injected into the body, maybe not the right word, but it's injected down your trachea, um, once you know the context, it's obvious that's what he was talking about. How, how could you still cling to the fact that you think he was wondering about injecting bleach and isopropyl alcohol? Amazing. So there's a, a fairly... Uh, predictable thing that happens when you get into a conversation with people about this, which is, and it goes like this, and it happened with uh, Pacman. So Pacman, I guess, had been watching me uh, debate this online, and he tweets this. He says, Scott, I would take the loss on this one and move on. It's getting cringy. Really? I don't know how much harder I could win. <laughs> is it cringy that I'm calling out other people for hallucinating something that didn't happen? Is, is that cringy? So I, uh, so I asked him if he would say directly that he believes the president was recommending um, Clorox and isopropyl shots. Because I, I, I asked him, would you say that in public? Would you say directly... I watched the president, and it seemed to me that he was recommending Clorox and Lysol shots. And how did David Beckman respond? He argued with the recommending part. That's not really the, that's not really the active part of the problem here. So he, he said, no, not recommending, that he wondered aloud which, of course, would be bad enough. Now, I accept wondering aloud as a better description. I feel that that would be fair to say. Yeah, wondering aloud would be better than recommending in terms of describing it. But instead of arguing the point, which is that the president was or was not talking about bleach and isopropyl going into your body, Pacman retreats to arguing about whether it was recommended or whether he was wondering aloud. Do you see what's happening? You wouldn't be arguing about the word recommended or versus wondering aloud. You wouldn't argue that unless you already knew that you had lost the debate on whether it happened. So whether you describe it as recommending it or wondering aloud, it doesn't matter because it literally never happened. Neither of those things happened. There was nothing that happened. So describe, how you describe the thing that didn't happen is somewhat irrelevant.
So anyway, then he decided that uh, once he had completely lost the debate in public, he did what everybody does when the cognitive dissonance sets in. He, he, he attacked the messenger and decided that he should not talk to me because I'm a bad faith actor. Um, that didn't go well, so if, if you want to see my, uh, um, my uh, curse-laden response to him, uh, you can see that on, on the tweet. I won't say it out loud. Um, here's the thing that people say when they get caught believing some fake news. And you, how many times have you heard this? But the president literally said that. You heard it about the fine people hoax? He literally said it. I heard it. He literally said it. If somebody's defending their point of view, by saying that somebody literally said something, that means they don't understand how words work. Because words don't work literally. That's not how words work. I mean, unless it's a, uh, a legal contract, I suppose. When people talk, their words are not to be taken literally. If you don't understand that words are not meant literally, typically, it's the normal way we talk, you don't really understand anything. That's pretty basic, right? If, if I say, uh, man, uh, politics are killing me today, did I literally say that politics are literally killing me? Or is it obvious in context? I don't literally mean it's killing me. So words are not to be taken literally, and anybody who imagines that is not working at a very high level. Um, now, at the same time that CNN is reporting that the president wondered aloud about, uh, it, depending on who's talking about, either drinking bleach or injecting it, um, of course, is not really being covered as a major story on Fox. They talk about it as a story, but it's sort of just sort of a major, you know, it's sort of, uh, we talked about it, now we'll move on. But on CNN, it's all they have. It's like their, it's like their main thing. But on Fox, they're talking about how CNN is, CNN is not covering the other story, which is that Biden's accuser, Tara Reid, the one who said that uh, Biden me tooed her back in the 90s, apparently there was some uh, evidence or it had been suggested that Tara Reid's mother had once called Larry King uh, on the air and mentioned that her, her daughter, who was not named in the call, had some issues at work with a powerful person. And believe it or not, that transcript was found after all these years. And sure enough, um, Larry King took a call at about that time from a woman who said that her daughter was having some problems with getting Me Too, not using those words, by somebody powerful. So it's looking like the Tara Reid claim against Biden is kind of picking up strength, if you know what I mean. And it's pretty amazing that it's not being covered on CNN. It's amazing, really. Um, how come we're not pardoning Flynn and Stone already? Why is that taking so long? You, you know that's going to happen, right? I mean, it has to happen. I don't know if it's commute or, or pardon or what, are, what the right words are, but I think those guys are not going to go to jail. Um, or at least get out of jail. Uh, is King Jong, Kim Jong-un dead? 
So that's the big story. Um, is he? Now, the thing that's fascinating about North Korea is that they, they, North Korea can go a week with the whole world wondering if their leader is dead and they're, and they're still not willing to confirm or deny it. <laughs> can you imagine any other country in the world in which there's a rumor about your leader is dead and you don't immediately go on television and say, oh, no, he's fine, here he is, or to go on television and say, yeah, you know, you got us, he's dead, we're doing the best we can. Well, what's up with that? Like, why does North Korea not even admit it? Could be that they don't want civil unrest in North Korea, but allegedly China's sending some doctors over there, but why would they send doctors if he's already dead, which would suggest he's in some kind of a vegetated, vegetative coma situation or something. Um, and they're thinking that Kim Jong-un's sister might be the one to take over. Now, here are the things I wonder. Question number one, is North Korea the kind of culture where a woman can be their leader? I don't know the answer to that question. Is North Korea a place where a woman can just become leader and everybody just says, okay, now our, our leader is a woman? Or is it a place where they would say, what? A woman for a leader? We can't do that. So I'd like to get some visibility on that question. The other thing I wonder is, does the sister have blood on her hands? Does anybody know? Uh, oh, acquittals is the word I should have used about uh, Flynn and Stone, I guess. Um, so <laughs> is this the second hoax this year in the last 12 months that involved bleach? Because you got the Jussie Smollett thing that involved bleach. And now you've got you know this one. It's like what is what is bleach become two major fake news stories? That's weird. Anyway, so if Kim Jong Un's sister does not have blood on her hands, does that give us an opportunity? And here's why I ask: the hardest thing about being a brutal dictator is that you can't retire. How would you retire if you're a brutal dictator? And even if you wanted your country to become a democratic country, you can't retire because you've killed so many people to be a dictator that you're going to be jailed or killed or, you know, you're going to get the Gaddafi, Gaddafi treatment. So I've always thought there should be some way to remove a dictator without killing them so that they could say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to the, the island of retired dictators where I'll live like, a, live like a god for the rest of my life. Okay, that's better than being killed. I'll take it. And... But in this case, if Kim Jong-un has uh, health problems or he's dead and his sister takes over, what if she doesn't have any blood on her hands? Maybe she does, so I guess that would be the first thing to find out. But if she doesn't, and when I say doesn't, I mean if she's just not being directly blamed for having somebody killed. You know, maybe you could stretch and say, well, she's part of the regime, so they all have blood in their hands. But if, she, if she's not directly tied to it personally, doesn't that give her the opportunity to retire? And by retire, I mean, could she not say, look, I'm going to do what's best for North Korea, and that might mean some kind of a um, merger with South Korea, you know, maybe very slowly over a long period, but I would like to retire from the dictator business, 
I don't have any blood on my hands, so I could just I could just retire and become a an elite living in the country that would be much better because it combined with South Korea. So I wouldn't rule out that the sister being in charge could be the key to unlocking the whole thing. It seems unlikely. I mean, if if you had to guess what will happen, she she probably would be you know battling for power. You know, who knows how long that will take before somebody emerges who can consolidate power. You know, and is the leader really in charge, or is it going to be the military? So there are a million things that could go wrong. But there's at least one thing that could go right, which is if you shake the box, maybe you get a leader who just says, you know, I, I'm not really that warlike. I wouldn't mind just working stuff out. It's possible. It's possible. We could just work stuff out after this. Um, the, the FCC has recommended uh, revoking four Chinese telecom companies' licenses. And you know there's going to be more of that. Um, somebody says, oh, please, she's feared. Well, I would imagine she'd be feared, but there would have to be also a specific story of something that she did that wasn't tied to Kim Jong-un. You know, just, just to have an excuse. I'm not saying that she's clean. I'm saying that maybe you can make a story that she is, which would give you some new options. Um, I don't see anything that could change the fact that China is in a lot of trouble. Meaning that I think the United States, not I think, the United States will be decoupling. We're going to, I think we'll disconnect our internet from China. I mean, at some point, I think we won't even be connected to their internet. That's possible. Uh, maybe that's unlikely, but it's possible. All right. Um, Kanye West is reportedly a billionaire, according to Forbes. So congratulations, Kanye. Kanye says, says he has over $3 billion net worth, and Forbes says it was over $1 billion, but in any case, he's a billionaire. So good job, Kanye, on being a billionaire. Then there's also some news. Of course, these are all anecdotal, and you know it's no more proven than uh, hydroxychloroquine or remdesivir. But there's an existing asthma drug which apparently, or at least reportedly, could have some value for um, coronavirus patients with lung problems. It's called uh, Singulair. So Singulair, an existing asthma medication. So that would be exciting. So there's some anecdotal reports that that might be kind of good. All right. Uh, I want to take questions from anybody who believes that the president was wondering aloud. Um, and, I, and I want to only do these questions to see if maybe there's nobody who wants to argue this because uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> if, if I had that position, I wouldn't want to argue it in, in public. But let's say there is. So I'm only going to look for people. So if you've, if you've uh, gotten in line to ask me a question, please take yourself out of the queue unless you want to argue with me and take the side that Trump was wondering aloud about injecting Clorox and, uh, and other disinfectants. So I'm only looking for that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see who is on here. 
All right. So I figure the first few people may not be wanting to argue that. So if I if I add you and you don't want to make that argument, I might uh, cut it short. But I'm not I'm not trying to be rude. All right, guest. Can you hear me, guest? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Nikolai. Do you, do you have a? Do, yeah, is our connection good? Say something else. Yes, I think I can hear you. Okay. Now, did you? Th um, are you here to talk about the chloroxylisol? Yes, in a way. I watched the conference live, and uh, in the beginning, of course, I thought that he made a reference to. Somehow, I yeah, didn't. He, he, he did. He did make a re he did make a, a reference to two different kinds of disinfectants. Uh, go ahead. And uh, in the end, watching the journalists not having any reaction on the spot, and then there was a question later on from a journalist. Uh -huh. I could tell that maybe somebody from the studio was telling him. Please go ahead. Ask the question. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah, you, you're right. Um, I do think that they're connected, at least by text, to some kind of producers or whatever who tell them what questions to ask. But um, clearly, this was manufactured news. Uh, but in but you you don't believe that he was actually wondering aloud about um, using Clorox inside a inside a person, right? I don't believe it, that works. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, we got a little bit of a hearing problem here, so I'm going to disconnect that call. Nothing, nothing personal. All right, let's see if Susan is here to debate. Susan, can you hear me? Susan. Hey. <laughs> Susan, are you are you are you here to talk about Clorox and Lysol? Yeah, um, this one for me, I feel like it really it, it's the last straw when it comes to the media and how destructive they can be in this kind of situation. Trump, in as I've watched him, I see that he um, this stream of consciousness kind of conversation out loud. He has lots of good ideas. But anytime someone does that, there's a lot of bad ideas, you know, that sort of come out of your mouth before you realize what you said. Right. But having said that, um, there are situations where UV light is used medically as a disinfectant, um, not internally at this point, but there are respiratory um, aerosol medications that are used. Um, and for instance, in the case of RSV, respiratory syncytial virus. Mm. So... Now, not Clorox and not Lysol, right. but I see him free associating, gee, could we come up with a drug that could get, you know, right into the lungs and... Um, no, are, are, but wait, are, are you aware that they're already have, they've already invented and are testing UV light that literally is um, stuck down your trachea as part of like a ventilator intubation? And so they are actually... It's it's patented already, and they're they're going to test it if they're not already, 
So they're already talking about using light internally in your, at least your trachea, if not your lungs, and uh, disinfecting that way. Yeah, actually, I think that's a great idea because, uh, you know, then you don't have a chemical that your liver has to detoxify. Right. So, I, you know, I really think enough is enough. And I think we all know and trust that Trump is smart enough not to tell anybody to mainline Lysol and Clorox. So, you know, I'm just done with all of this destructive kind of wasted time with these kind of stories. And I think it's counterproductive. So, yeah, um, I agree. All right. Thank you for the call. Thanks. All right. I'll bet nobody is going to want to actually debate me on this in public, but uh, I might get lucky because I'm kind of curious how somebody will respond once they hear the actual context. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, hi, Scott. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm uh, calling you here from uh, Ireland and County Cork. Uh, okay. Republic of Ireland. <laughs> now, now, did you believe the president was uh, was wondering aloud about putting Clorox and Lysol inside of bodies? Well, I, I was just uh, watching a video of Tim Pool, um, and he says that uh, Trump had been given advice about a uh, in, injecting or inhaling disinfectant into the lungs. He had been hearing that um, advice not not long before the uh, the press conference. Yeah, there um, there are a number of uh, therapies in which a um, you know some some kind of a, a mist will be the right, but but there are yeah. things which you can uh, inhale, uh, and in other contexts they use them. Now the the question of whether those would be called disinfectants or they would simply have the effect of doing something good that lets your body get rid of the virus, I think it's sort of a, a technical question. But certainly light is a disinfectant, and, and he did show that he knows that that's, you know could be put in the body. And uh, if he was speaking more generally about something that could be put in the body to disinfect, you're right. At worst, he was using a word in a non specifically medical term because we don't know if those things would be disinfectants or would they just be useful so yeah i mean but it doesn't matter the only thing that matters is nobody believes he was talking about putting uh you know household products down your body <laughs> you know that, yeah that, that that would be ridiculous all right I, yeah i i think um tim pool uh, did a, a link to um you you might visit his youtube channel he did a link to a medical journal where they are, let's say, inhaling hydrogen peroxide, which would be similar to bleach. Yeah, um, uh, yes, and uh, I read that, there, that that in some settings, that's a thing that already exists, exactly yeah. like... Uh, yeah, and exactly I think, like well, I think uh, apparently, no, I'm, I can't say, but apparently Trump was listening to this anti-UV light um, treatment, and right. that maybe he... You know, he did, he simplified it in his own Trump way, which is fine, and that he, you know, he might have got himself into trouble. Is what I, is kind of the way I look at it. You know? Yeah, yeah, certainly, uh, certainly, he should not have been speculating in that medical domain. There, yes. There's no way that could have gone well. But it is also true. The weird thing is that he got in trouble for actually demonstrating mm -hmm. in public that he knows more than 
the public knows about the options. Yes. Because yes. yes. Yeah. Because everything he said was actually medically sound. He just used layperson terms for him. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the Bye. thanks for the call. Thanks, Scott. Bye. All right, I'll bet I'll find nobody who's actually willing to debate me. Let's see if there's anybody who looks like a... I'm going to see if I can find anybody who looks like a Democrat, at least. Does anybody look like a Democrat? <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this one. This is just this will be a, a lucky guess. All right, uh, Blackguard, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hey, Scott, uh, pleasure to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, you're here to talk about Clorox and Lysol? Yeah, um, and uh, I'm not a Democrat, but um, one of the things that concerned me was that recently, and I think it was yesterday, uh, Trump was having a, a briefing in the Oval Office, and there was a reporter that asked him to clarify his comments about injections of disinfectants. Right. And Trump's response was that he was being sarcastic. Um, so I wonder if that makes this argument a little bit more difficult on his side. Well, I've not met anybody on the left or the right who thought that was uh, a true statement, that, that he believed he was being sarcastic or that he was being sarcastic. So given that nobody believes that's true, You'd have to you'd have to assume that he was just trying to make the question go away, in his Trump-like way, which he yeah. succeeded in doing. Because the last thing he wanted was to engage on the question, because anything he said would be the next news cycle about some other thing he said unclearly about medical stuff. So I, I think he probably um, I got the feeling, especially because he he ended the news the press conference early without questions. I got the feeling that he got the message that uh, non-medical people talking about medical stuff is never going to go well. <laughs> and and I, and I think, this is just a guess, I think he probably just looked at the odds and said, okay, risk management. If I do this again, there's no upside. There's no upside. But there's lots of downside because I could be taken out of context again. So why don't I just say it was sarcastic? Nobody will believe me, but I'll just stick with that. And I don't have... I'll just stick with it. I don't have to talk about it. it, it yep. was, I said this last night on Periscope. It was the Rosie O'Donnell move you know, in the first, the first debate when he was asked about his bad comments about women in general. And instead of answering the question, he said only Rosie O'Donnell, which was a ridiculous answer that nobody, not his supporters, believed. It just was completely non-believable. But it was so interesting and weird that it made the real question go away. He just took all the attention away. So when he said it was sarcastic, uh, I think everybody said, and my follow-up question is, well, I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> what, what do you do with that? Because you know it's not true, but he's acting like it's true, so you can't ask a follow-up question. There's nothing to do. So, Well, he's just going to say it was sarcastic again. Well, I have nothing else to do. So I can't read his mind. I think he just wanted the topic to go away. And he succeeded in not getting any more quotes on medical topics. Yep. So anyway, it was it was not his finest week, but uh, <laughs> certainly the yeah. things he's being accused of are, are are not true either. All right, thanks for the call. Thanks. Come on, we can get one person to argue this. Uh, 
Oh, how about this person who's who is not fake news? Hello, not fake news. Are you there? Sounds like you're cooking. Are you cooking breakfast? Yeah, yes, I, I am. I hear bacon. Is that bacon? No, I'm just cooking. Uh... All right. Well, whatever you're cooking, did you did did you want to talk about Clorox and Lysol? Did I lose you? I think you tried to mute your phone and lost me instead. Let's try. Um, let's try. Man, I want somebody who's going to argue with me. I, I really can't get anybody to argue with me today. See somebody who looks really like a Democrat. Well, I don't know who looks like a Democrat, but Frank doesn't have a profile picture, so let's try Frank. Now, um, Frank, Frank, Frank is not going to work either. Let's try this. Let's try Benjamin. 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 And he goes away too. So it looks like, um, I don't know if this is a technical problem or if everybody's getting shy. Let's try Gabby. Nope. And she went away. Let's try Mystic. Mystic Deanna, are you there? I'm good. How are you? Do you have a Lysol-related Clorox question? Yes. And I think it was just something like an oversight sarcasm kind of thing. You know, I don't think he actually thinks that people should use that. And I can't believe people take that so seriously. Well, uh, I'm trying to get anybody to say uh, in public that they personally believe he said that. Because if you, if you really nail him down and say, okay, I know you're saying that you think other people will think he said that, but what about you? you know, I'm trying to find somebody who will say in public, yes, my name is John. I believe he said we should inject Clorox into our veins. I want to see somebody say that. I can't say that because I didn't hear it that way. So yeah. I, All right, well, well, I'm with you. Oh, am I, Mystic. A, I am more left-wing, too, so you would expect me to answer differently. But right. <laughs> I do understand, like, Trump's ways, and I think he's funny, you know, so. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thank you. All right. All right. I'm going to get somebody who will argue with me. I know I can do it. Um, about Rebel. Is it Rebel? Rebel? Rebel. Are you there? Rebel? Hello? hello? Can you hear me? Rebel. Okay. You joined not to ask, sorry. Hi. Um, now, are you here because you thought the president was wondering aloud about Clorox and Lysol injections? No, I just think he was confusing, as most of the times uh, his words are confusing. But yeah. yeah, it was definitely confusing. So I can't find anybody but, here. But, but why, why did he have to go into that confusion? I know this is not the argument that you're asking for but 
you know, um, well, he's, 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 well, he's, he's, uh, he's told us directly, I think. Well, he said that uh, he is sort of reflexively optimistic and he likes to put out, you know, potential things that could be answers. So he likes the creativity of it. He said that he he's actually interested in the, you know, the science and the medical bar. He has a genuine interest in the field. So he talks about things he's interested in and he talks about things that could be in an optimistic world answers. So he's already said that he talks about potential potential solutions, even if they're not known to be solutions. So it was just more of that. But I think everybody agrees think, at this point it was a bad idea. I think somehow I see similarities into the uh, Fauci um, firing that he retweeted and he said, I like controversy, confusion. <laughs> well, he does, because whenever, whenever it's a confusing world, he's the, he's the, the person who's uh, got the most power. Because he has the biggest signal. So if everybody else is confused, whoever is making the most noise is going to get the most attention. All right. Um, Thank you. Although he pronounced my name correctly, strangely. Oh, well, okay. All right. Thanks Cheers. for the call. Bye. Bye. All right. So um, it looks like I'm not going to find anybody to argue with me over that. And... Um, and that's about all I have for today. So somebody says, Scott, you are a shill. So uh, at love this one. So you say, Scott, you are a shill. Would you be willing to come on and, and uh, discuss that? So uh, I'll give you a moment. Uh, I will put you on live and you can give me your argument for why I'm a shill, which would necessarily require you to make points instead of attacking me personally. Because you notice that every time I move the, the left into a cognitive dissonance place, they accuse me of being a bad faith actor or a shell. Because that's what you do when you run out of argument. Well, I'm out of argument, so that guy talking must be bad. So, at uh, love this, Let's see if you've added yourself as a potential guest. It, does, it doesn't seem you're willing to say that to me in public. Huh. So surprising. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it for me. I got nothing else apparently that's entertaining, so I will talk to you tonight. You know where to find me on Periscope. I'll talk to you then.